You're listening to Kindful the Podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher, as well as a creative and a lifelong seeker. This podcast is designed to inspire a new way of being, living in the moment with more ease and alignment with our true selves. I'm on a wild journey of self-discovery and love, and I'm here to share that journey with you with all of the tools, tips, and lessons I learn along the way. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to get into today's episode, and I really hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. So glad to have you here. And let's pause and take a nice, deep, conscious breath. Inhaling through the nostrils if you can. And then exhaling through the mouth. Let it go. So today, I don't even really know where to start. I'm in a little bit of a... My brain feels scattered at the moment. I feel like I'm in a bit of a ebb. Is that a thing? I know life ebbs and flows. I'm not feeling like I'm in the flow. I'm feeling like I'm in the ebb at the moment. And I talked about this last week. I talked about meeting ourselves where we are, this notion of honoring how we're feeling, honoring where we're at, not putting so much pressure on ourselves and listening to what it is that we need, listening to ourselves and being really kind and compassionate to ourselves. And I feel this again this week as I sit down to record. It's messy. It's not perfect. I'm still recording on my phone, which surprisingly the quality, I listened back to the other episodes and surprisingly the quality is actually not that bad. So there you go. Uh, But I find I'm finding myself in this place this week. And I guess I was feeling it last week, feeling like almost the, it feels like the water's retreating as the tide goes out. And it feels like I'm moving into a little bit of nothingness at the moment and really didn't expect this of myself or I really didn't expect to find myself here in this place so early into the year and it just goes to show that time really time really is just this construct I know it's real but it is also this construct that um, you know in our minds we have these big ideas of of timelines that we have these ideas of how things will look and when things should happen and we are often so attached to things happening in a certain way I too was attached to starting hitting the ground running and starting the year off with all this motivation and energy and I felt it, I felt the excitement, I talked about it on the podcast, I shared, you know, this beautiful opportunity to start afresh and to start the new year right and, or I'll rephrase that perhaps, start the new year off on a, on a high note, on a good note, but yeah, my body, my energy levels, my soul is saying otherwise 
And I'm just really trying to honor that. And I've resisted it and I've not wanted to feel this way, but I do, like I said, I feel like the water's retreating. Things are kind of pulling outward. And it's funny, I started this new podcast. I've I've told you about it recently. This new podcast called Led by Life with my friend Rafa. And it's all about this notion of letting go of control and letting life lead us and guide us towards right action, towards what we're being asked to do and and how we can best show up and contribute our gifts. And it's funny because we explored the other week, we explored the first gene key, the first gate in human design. And this is all about creativity. This is all about creative self-expression, inspiration and in that episode, which I'll leave linked below if you're interested to go listen to it, we it we talked a lot about the creative process and how there are these natural, there's this uh, process, sorry, I'm not really sure how to say this. Ah, okay, give me a moment. Let me gather my thoughts. There's this natural creative process by which we go through a period of feeling uninspired, feeling uncreative. And in the gene keys, it's referred to as entropy. So this idea of there being a lack of energy, a lack of movement. And then all of a sudden, through honoring that, through just accepting that process, inspiration comes and it comes in out of the blue. It comes in out of nowhere. And for me, the inspiration is what gives me the energy to create, to share, to put myself out there, to show up, to express myself. But I'm really learning to not to judge either phase, either part of this process as better than the other. Because naturally it just feels more exciting, it feels more energizing, it feels more joyful for me to be in these periods where I feel inspired and ready to create and to share and I have all these ideas and I'm just bubbling over with inspiration and energy to share that and to express that. But I can... I can see now how I in the past have judged the periods in between, the nothingness, the emptiness, the entropy, the spaciousness that comes, the numbness really that is in between the inspiration coming in or these periods where I feel uninspired. I tend to judge that as a bad thing and I struggle with that and I'm just seeing now as I'm I'm sharing that it's even that judgment or that expectation for things to be want, wanting things to be different than they are that is perhaps delaying that creative process from just doing its thing so I think I'm wanting to share all this because I'm finding myself in this space where I really do feel a bit numb right now. And I've had a lot of emotional triggers come up for me 
and I have a new perspective on triggers. It's again something that I probably judged as a bad thing in the past, but I've come to see that triggers or big reactions that we have, and I heard it explained on a podcast the other day that reactions are just when we react to something, it's happening again. It's re-enacting or it's reacting something that's already happened in the past. So perhaps it's an emotion or a feeling and the trigger, the reaction that happens in the moment is reacting something that happened in our past. That's why we say we get triggered or it brings up something. It brings up these big emotions and there's wisdom in that. It's uncomfortable, of course. It's so uncomfortable to feel triggered. It's so uncomfortable to have these big emotions come up. We can sometimes find it really hard to just be with the emotion and to just feel it. But that's really what our emotions are asking us to do is to just feel them, is to just be with them, acknowledge them in order to move through them and to let them go. So I have this new perspective on triggers now and I'm really trying to be grateful that the triggers come up or that the big emotions come up because there's wisdom there. It's trying to show me or point to me some something that can be addressed, something that wants to be addressed in order for me to really heal it and let it go. And oh, I'll give you... I'll give you an example, and this is really personal, but I've had this belief for a very long time, as long as I can remember, that nobody cares. This is one of my core wounds. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what I have to say. Nobody cares about me. Nobody cares what I share or what I express. And it feels really big. It feels really painful. And so I have this awareness that this is a, a core wound for me. But the thing is that some of these beliefs, some of these things that we, we live with, these limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves, they don't necessarily lie in the conscious mind. They often lie in the subconscious. And this is only something that I've just kind of surface level research like I, I haven't even I haven't explored it all that much but I do know the power of the subconscious mind and I know that it I think is 95% it's responsible for like 95% of the brain's function there's the subconscious brain and so anyway I stumbled upon this new system this new type of therapy I suppose the other day. No, I actually stumbled upon it on a podcast months ago and I googled it, I looked it up and looked into getting a treatment done or having a session because I'm someone who is just really open to trying new things. I'm open to learning about new modalities. I really love to dive deep into trying different things and I think it's probably because I've had a lot of positive results from trying a lot of alternative healing modalities. So I want to talk about my 
healing journey and my holistic healing journey, my experience with all of these different holistic health modalities at some point. But I do really admire that about myself. I really admire that I am so willing to dive into new things and to explore new things. And I'm really open to trying different things. And it's helped me a lot with healing physical pain. It's helped me with feeling, with healing emotional pain. It's helped me move through some really difficult times in my life. It's helped me with subconscious beliefs or or limiting beliefs. So it really started out with seeing a hypnotherapist. I'm stumbling over my words again. I've got to get, this is another thing I've become aware of is that whenever I'm overthinking what I want to say, I stumble over my words because it's, I'm getting tripped up on my thoughts instead of just being present and just speaking. It started off for me by seeing a hypnotherapist a few years ago and actually no it was before that I started seeing a Bowen therapist for my neck pain and then I joined long story short I joined a yoga studio where they were offering the Bowen therapy and then fast forward a few years I ended up actually working for for them uh, which was an amazing opportunity and I absolutely loved working there but that's the job that I ended up leaving last year because I decided to follow my heart and do my own thing but anyway I came across this new modality that I wanted to tell you about and it's called Psych K and it is all about reprogramming the subconscious beliefs that hold us back limiting beliefs that hold us back. Now, I ended up having a session a couple of days ago and I feel overall, I feel much better. I feel much lighter. We worked through some beliefs that, like I said, this belief that I've had for a very long time that no one cares. We worked through that one together and I I haven't felt that come up. I mean, it's only been a couple of days, so it's very it's it's probably not been long enough to see whether I've had some real lasting effects from this session but um yeah it <laughs> I feel overall I feel much lighter I haven't had all those kind of negative thoughts coming up and but new things are coming up new things keep revealing themselves to me and I really do get this feeling like because I set the intention at the start of the year to create some of the things that I've been wanting to create for a long time, to work on bringing to life some of the ideas for the business, for Kindful Co that I've had for a long time now, I feel like I set the intention at the start of this year and it was almost like in doing that, the universe was getting the message like, right, she's ready to get to work. So in order to really get to work, we're going to have to bring up all the stuff, all the crap from her past, all those beliefs, all those triggers, all those emotions that haven't been felt that need to really be processed and felt. We're going to bring it all up so you can see it all uh, and look at it and really finally overcome a lot of it and I think that this is a forever journey I talk about this a lot I don't think there's ever any kind of end point or any kind of destination that we get to 
on a healing or a spiritual or a personal growth journey, I think there's always new things that are going to come up or new levels or new experiences for us to go through and to learn and grow and evolve. But yeah, I'm, I'm really feeling like so much is coming up because it's just asking to be healed and to be let go because it's time for me to really step into what I'm here to do. I've been on this journey for the last year of really getting to know myself more intimately, more deeply. And I've been on this journey of overcoming a lot of uh, body image issues, overcoming a lot of confidence issues, overcoming a lot of conditioning that I've, I've had about what success is, what it means to be successful, uh, having to, you know, I've had a lot of conditioning around achievement and what it looks like to, to live a quote unquote successful life. And I really do feel like I'm now in this place with this strong intention, like, let's do this. Let's get to work and let's bring to life some of these dreams and these things that I feel really passionate about and really excited about. But in order to do that, we've got to work through some things that are going to hold you back from from really creating what it is that you came here to create and being who you came here to be. And I share all this because I want to reframe the way we look at these challenges or these triggers or these emotions and these things that come up and can we see it from a different perspective honor the feeling of course like notice that it's coming up notice where we're being triggered or where we're reacting to things or where we feel overly emotional and perhaps more reactive than we feel like we should towards certain things and can we try and reframe this as an invitation to go there, an invitation to look at these things that we perhaps are afraid of, or we perhaps have, we perhaps um, haven't wanted to look at or haven't wanted to feel. Can we go there and see that as an opportunity in really healing it, really looking at it in order to let it go so that we can step into this next version of ourself that is wanting to be expressed, this more authentic, this more intentional, this more honest and true version of ourselves? Can we look at all the things that are holding us back from really being that brightest version of ourselves, this fully expressed version of ourselves? And I just want to sit with this for a minute because I feel like there was something else I wanted to say. I feel like perhaps even these triggers or these emotional reactions that we might experience and they could be to varying degrees, but I think we all have them. There's all all of us experience in our day-to-day lives annoyances or things that come up that bother us or get to us or we have situations where we may react to something bigger than what it's you know what would be seemingly the normal kind of reaction to have to something what if these are really pointing us towards 
the, the bigger subconscious beliefs that we have that we might not be aware of? What if in noticing, in being present with these triggers or these reactions or these emotions, what if being present with whatever experience is coming up for us is actually pointing us towards those deeper subconscious limiting beliefs that we may have as a really beautiful way of showing us like, hey, it's time to look at me. It's time to feel me. It's time to honor this part of me. This Perhaps it's an inner child who didn't feel heard. Perhaps it's a person who didn't feel like they could be themselves or didn't feel like what they had to say mattered or didn't feel like some people cared about who they are and what they have to share, like me. So what if these triggers or these reactions and emotions are really just a beautiful gift to show us where we can be more free where we can be more ourselves, where we can heal these parts of us that aren't even really us to begin with, where we can really heal these things that hold us back and let them go. And I want to share one of my favorite quotes, which is from Peter Crone. And it is, life will present you with people and circumstances to reveal to you where you're not free something like that. Hopefully I've, I've said that right. Life will reveal to you the people and circumstances. No, life will present you with the people and circumstances to reveal where you are not free. And I love this because it speaks to this same idea that life is showing you where you're not free. Because when we are reacting, when we are having something in our life that is triggering us it's showing us you are not free here and I'll give you an example so this really makes sense when I have this message or this trigger that and this feeling of like nobody cares this overwhelming emotion like I don't feel good enough and I don't feel like people care about me this is really revealing to me that I'm not free here because in feeling that people don't care, I hold myself back. I perhaps don't put myself out there. I perhaps don't express myself fully. Or I turn that inward and I don't feel good enough. I look to social media and I compare myself to others. I put a video out on TikTok and it doesn't perform well and I feel like that is a reflection of me and my worth and my value as a human being. These are all just showing us. These are, it will always be reflected in our circumstances where we're not free. I go to pay for something and I feel guilt or I feel uh, anxious or I feel a sense of, oh, I shouldn't be buying this or... I feel worried about money. I'm just using this as an example. This isn't true for me right now where I'm at. But if if we go to pay for something and we feel some sort of emotion come up or guilt or whatever it may be, 
that's showing us that we're not free in our relationship with money. All right, let me take a pause and let's take a nice deep breath here. It's really vulnerable for me to open up about some of these things and share this part of my heart. So I hope that this serves you today. I hope this conversation helps you to see these things that happen in our day-to-day lives, these disruptions, these triggers, these emotions, these reactions. I hope that this helps you to see it in a different pers- from a different perspective and perhaps thank it, thank the experience for showing you something that wants to be loved and nurtured and addressed and taken care of this part of you, this inner child or this teenager that didn't feel seen or heard, whatever it may be, however it may present for you. I can only speak to how it presents for me, but it's really a gift. And to go back to that quote that I shared from Peter Crone, which I just think is, is so true. It feels really true to me. I was journaling with Alex on Sunday. We've just started this new tradition of journaling together at the end of the week before the new week. And we talk about what we're grateful for. And we talk about what we learned from the week. And we talk about our intentions for the new week. And I was sharing, because after we journal, we, we share with each other what our answers are. And I was speaking, I was sharing my answers and he got distracted with Nala. She was doing something, I don't know, at his feet and he got distracted. And I took that as, I, I took it really personally. I took it as though what I had to say didn't matter and he didn't care what I had to say. And first of all, that's not true. I know that he cares what I have to say, And I know he's also listening. He's a very good listener, Alex. But I, because that part of me, that belief was something that was running the show in my subconscious brain, I took that really personally and I got really upset and I took that as though he didn't care about what I had to say. And so this is just an example of how the people in our lives, the situations in our lives, there's always something that it's trying to tell us, trying to communicate with us. There's always wisdom that can be extracted from any kind of situation or any happening in our day-to-day lives. And if we can be really observant and really present with the experience as it's happening, we can see the gift in that. We can see that it's just revealing something to us to look at. And so this is where it comes back to mindfulness and this is where I'm really grateful for everything that I've learned and everything that I've been practicing over the last three, four, five years now in in my journey of learning to slow down, learning to be more present, learning to be more mindful, more observant of my thoughts, learning to observe my experience more is that it's really helped me to notice these things as they're happening. And I think this is where mindfulness can really, really help us to 
observe the moment without judgment, without attaching labels as, oh, this is a terrible thing that I've been triggered or this is a terrible thing that I got upset or I reacted or whatever it may be. It just happened. It just is. It's not good or bad, but there is always something that can be learnt from it. And mindfulness also can help us to be more compassionate with ourselves, can help us to, like I said, be more present, to not get so taken away with thoughts and thinking too far ahead about all of, uh, what's the word, catastrophizing the situation uh, or dwelling so much in the past. It can help us to be here where our lives are happening and where there's always going to be new things revealed to us, new opportunities to learn about ourselves, to heal, to overcome things that may have held us back in the past or maybe still holding us back in our present through the subconscious brain and the beliefs. And, you know, it's really all just trying to keep us safe. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist or a neuroscientist or anything. I don't know the science, but I I do know from what I've learned is that it's all just trying to keep us safe. But the thing is, is that it the it doesn't care about the fact that it might be holding us back from living the way that we want to live and living freely, being free and being our true selves. It's just trying to keep us from being safe and from not having things that may have happened in the past that were painful from happening again. So that's my little bit of wisdom from today. I just wanted to share that and share where I'm at I'm not feeling creative right now. I'm in a bit of a a lull, like I said before, but I am honoring that and I really do feel like I'm sure I can already see it now, but I'm sure when I look back on this period, I can or I can already feel it like it's just asking me to really look at these things so that I can move forward and really uh really be who I'm meant to be and and I hope the same for you I hope that you can find ways to overcome whatever obstacles you're facing so that you can more freely show up as yourself and contribute your gifts to the world I think that that's really what we're here to do is to be our the fullest expression of ourselves and that includes sharing our gifts with the world and it doesn't have to look like creative gifts or anything it's it's what's whatever's unique to you you sharing what how you are who you are in your own unique way and we're all just so different but we're also all the same we go through the same sorts of things we experience all the same emotions and um when we're all connected in that way too So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening today. I really appreciate your time, your energy, your presence. I appreciate you listening and honoring yourself in giving yourself some time to think about these things. So thank you for being here and I look forward to talking to you again next week. We'll see what the next week has to bring. All my love. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it. If you did, please feel free to share this with your friends and your loved ones and anyone who may need to hear it. I hope this episode brought you some calm amongst the chaos of life and reminded you just how worthy, important and loved you are exactly as you are in this moment. Thank you so much for being here and for being you. There is no one else just like you. So I am so grateful to have you here and I look forward to speaking with you in my next episode. Bye for now.